Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. I'm going straight into the intro. After a deep breath, and a hang on, get yourself really ready for this. Yeah, hold on, brace yourself. Right, <clears throat> this is going to be the clearest intro with the most perfect pronunciation that you've ever heard. We're well, not fucked it up yet. Welcome back to Pudding Boys, the podcast about everything and nothing. Every week, we ramble on about something nerdy, review and rate a classic album in Numbers of the Beast, and finally discuss and sample a pudding from around the globe in Pudding of the Week. I'm Bloor. I'm amazed that you managed to turn all your R's into R's there. And he's Naylor, and we are the Pudding Boys. Every letter of that was beautifully pronounced. Do you know what, though? It just serves to prove the point that proper enunciation is absolutely horrible. Yeah, fuck it. That was, a, that was effort. That was that really was, uncomfortable was, to listen to yeah. as well. It was like Hugh Grant is like standing behind you and grabbing your butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> what was that song that the cow was singing about vegans? Uh, what, I'll um, grab your butt cheeks and I'll pull out my willy. <laughs> Stir your ass up like a half full of chili. <laughs> I've been thinking about that all week. I bet you have. It's been, oh, <sighs> as I've been, as I've been uh, having private times. I'm thinking about stirring your ass up like a hot bowl of chili. Yeah, it's, just, it, it, it's like a split second video on Instagram, but it's like ingrained when it, yeah. when it rolls round. Yeah, when it comes back around, it it does tickle my fancy. Tell you what, right, right. Let me set the scene. Okay. Okay, this is, yeah. I, because I've been painting so much. No. I haven't done many video games, but for the past few weeks, I've just been playing video games. I haven't actually painted any minis for a while now. Okay. I need to be careful because you do get rusty at painting. I need to kind of, I'm going to try and paint something today to make sure I, I don't lose it. But I've got so many games in the backlog, okay? All the way back to whenever Metroid Dread was released, hmm. which was Metroid Dread released. Oh, I haven't got the internet. Fine, fucking it I'll came out ages ago. For you. you have a look for me. Metroid Dread and like Kirby. I didn't finish either of them, but they're, they're fantastic games. They're like amazing games. October eighth, twenty twenty one. So that's when I've hmm. started. Not it was finishing early anything. Twenty two that you started. I'm going to get some Warhammer to see if I'm still any good. Yeah. So all the way back to that, I've still been buying games. I've still been getting games, <laughs> and like we've been like I played some of them, like Pokemon stuff. I kind of forced my way through that one, but because looking back, Scarlet Violet wasn't that great. I'm still going to get the DLC. I'm going, yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm going to get the DLC. But I'm the new mod looks DLC stupid, and that will be it. I, I haven't, I haven't caught the two new uh, Ultra Beasts, whatever they're called. No, no, the. Yeah, the extra cave dweller. Yeah, I have not come back in yet. Oh, I might do that. But yeah, carry yeah. On. But uh, either way, so I've got Metro Dread. I've got Kirby, um, Cuphead. I bought, I bought uh, a Warhammer Forty K game on the Switch. A Ninja Turtles beat 'em up. A, a lot of games. Cyberpunk, Digimon Story. Loads of tons of games across uh, the Switch and the Xbox. Hmm. Because I haven't bought PS5. Because uh, there isn't anything yet that's tickling me. This the usual so, God of Boy kind of thing. Uh, we'll yeah, the wait. God of War Ragnarok. I got a lot out of the original... Or I got a lot out of God of War, the PS4 version. Mm. The Ragnarok never... I'm looking at all the trailers and stuff. It, it just seems like more of that and fine. But You'll I, do it eventually. Yeah, I'll probably get around to playing it. But... This is a very long way around of saying I've got all these games in my backlog and I've finally said, right, I'm going to play some video games. So I'm playing Halo 2. (laughs) (laughs) It took me a minute then. I thought, okay, he's finally got it. No, hang on. Yeah. The year is 2003-ish. Yeah, probably. But I just, I like playing Halo 1, 2 and 3 a lot. And so... When I thought I'll go back in and play some video games, I just play Halo Two again. I was out by a year, but holy shit! That's pretty shit, impressive. Yeah. I don't know why. 
I could play all of these new games that I need to, and I'm having fun with the ones that I started. Shit, I brought Metroid Prime Remake the other day as well, and I played about an hour of that, and then I turned Halo 2 on. <laughs> it's difficult. It's really difficult to big dick you here. On, on Friday, Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Remake Finally, arrived yes. in the post. You've not put them in yet? I haven't put it in yet. I've been playing Halo 2 this morning. <laughs> I don't... I can't be arsed. I just want to play Halo 2 for a bit. Do you know... Yeah, I completely get it. This we've said it before on here. There's so much out now. Yeah, there is so much out there, and so much of it is complete garbage. Yeah, that having a known good when you've got limited amount of time to dedicate to a to game. Yeah, going in knowing I'm going to have thirty to forty hours of good time here. It's worth it. Yeah, I d- I I don't know why Halo keeps grabbing me, and it's. Other things, so Star Wars. Star Wars, I I loved Star Wars, the original trilogy. Mm. And because I was a kid when the prequels came out, I didn't mind them. They were okay. And I didn't really never get into the extended universe stuff like the, the TV shows. I was never bothered. <laughs> yeah. But the Disney films and all of the millions that you can't turn on the internet without seeing fucking 10 things about Star Wars now, it's made me bored of Star Wars. So I actively am bored of it, and I don't really like it that much. Same goes for superheroes; it's just too much. I've yeah, I've really struggled to maintain any fizz for anything in the Marvel or DC kind of. Yeah, it just, it just doesn't bother me anymore. But Halo, for some reason, that hasn't had that effect because all of the games post ODST Reach is fine, but I didn't like it that much. Mm-hmm. I found it a bit too sad and dull. You know, it's very, you know, it was a bit dark mm. for me. But it was still a good game. It was made by Bungie. And 343 have done nothing but take giant shits. All of the games 343 have done, the Halo games, are shit. There, there's no way around it. When you go back and play 3, 4 is shit. Right, 4 fo- was Xbox 3... No, no 4, was, one. 4 was Xbox 360, was I think, 360? actually. 5 was the first one. On 5 the one, was Guardians, it? where there was yeah. that other Spartan that was hunting down yes. Master Chief. Like, we all wanted that. No. No, we want to be Master Chief, and we yeah. just want to play Killing Covenant. Um, and then Infinity. Infinity's garbage. It's just, just shit. I really enjoyed it. It's, it's infinite crap. for one, isn't it? It's not infinity. Oh, same thing. But I really enjoyed it, but I... Love the the beach. I love I, I love the base kind of thing. You know where you see. No, all I the, hate open uh, world games. Oh, I love it. Oh, They're yeah, just boring. Boy. I like you like a tidy... you like basically somebody take your dodo out, wipe it off for you, put it back in, and then lead you to the next bit of the adventure. Yes, you don't like to have to make the decisions for yourself or wipe your own bottom. No, I like my games to be able to have interesting set pieces that are triggered at precise times to make them interesting rather than having a giant open world that everything has to be bland so that it works together and i don't want to climb another radio tower to unlock the next bit of the fucking map doing those (laughs) i don't i just it just doesn't do it for me plus the the multiplayer has been shit ever since they introduced loadouts yeah to be fair because it's not an arena shooter anymore yeah but we've kind of gone down this route enough time multiplayer pretty much across the board yeah, I'm in not interested anymore. Yeah, is geared up now towards loot crating and mm-hmm. pay yeah. to win. Yeah, it's it's a it's a mess. Whenever you look at any games multiplayer game, it's like you need a degree to understand yeah, what degree. am I even and looking oil at? Oil money. Yeah, because like, yeah, I've not even like played a match on the Master Chief Collection on any of the things but it's already telling me that my currency is going to run out in the bottom corner and this this sale is going to end mm-hmm. on Friday or something about this fucking skin what the shit like that can fuck right off yeah it's it's killed it for me it's killed the fizz of even you know I mean obviously like the cliched ones as well like the whole Call of Duty thing like the whole yeah, the ones that you knew were a money sink. Yeah, they've really like they've really leaned into it. Mm. Even when I was a kid, you could you could play FIFA with your pal, and you could get real mad at each other. But now it's like your pal whips out the credit card, and they know they're going to win. And then they're going to end buying you. Ronaldo eight times. They're buying all of the Ronaldos <laughs> and Ronaldinho. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know why. I still I am I'm still so fizzed about Halo One, Two, Three, and ODST. 
despite the fact that I don't like any of the games that came out afterwards. I think maybe that they just got me right. But I was probably into Star Wars more than I was into Halo. Medal of Honor does that for me, though. You had like the, you know, because I'm the, the big history World War yeah. One and Two kind of nerd. WW. And all that. Yeah, I'm, I'm the traditional 40-ish year old fat white bald man. Yeah. Um, but that kind of, up to the first, up to Airborne, mm. first one I like the 360, it was a real good time. And then they kind of went the same way as they went. Well, I mean, Call modern. of Duty 1, 2 and 3 are great games. Oh, they're built, yeah. That's, well, I would argue up to Modern Warfare 2. Uh, I'd say Modern, Modern Warfare, Warfare 1 too. was great. Modern World War at War was, was good. Modern Warfare 1 was almost perfect for its time. Yeah, yeah that was actually... The campaign didn't... It I didn't, didn't find anything memorable about the characters in it, though. What? Modern Warfare 1? Yeah. Uh, see, I did, but I think that's leaned into the whole war kind of thing. Yeah. But um, that didn't even have a multiplayer, did it? The first Modern Warfare yeah, 1. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Did it? Yeah. There's one of... Uh... They've all had a multiplayer... There was one of them where they didn't introduce a campaign and people got a bit arsey. Oh, like a Black Ops or mm. something like that. I didn't that, play anything after World at War. Getting back to when you were... Yeah. Um, that's when it got to the point you were almost playing like playing a trailer and every now and then it was just click X to grab the hand of the guy that was trying to pull you out of the burning helicopter. Yeah. That's dumb. Garbage. Very dumb. But, yeah. I just... I. I should go and play some of these games that I've bought because there's more games coming out. Like I know I'm going to get Pikmin 4. I'm going to get that bolt gun game. Yeah. Have you seen that? Warhammer 40k bolt gun. It's essentially a new original Doom, mm. but you're a space marine. That's fun. It looks fucking awesome. Like It's it's just Doom, but even faster. I'll be playing that, uh, but, well, I'll be buying that. Will I be playing it or will I be playing Halo 3? Well, that's the problem, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it... It's hard. There's stuff I've tried to get into at the minute that's... It's difficult because you, you, you squeeze for time. You've really got to get in something fast. It's really got to grab you. With it, this is it. I know as soon as I press resume on, on Halo, hmm. I am fighting. I'm playing. I'm having a good time. I found that with... Because I, I did... Uh, like the last game I got really into would have been Tiny Tina's Wonderlands because mm-hmm. I knew it's a Borderlands game. It's going to follow that theme going to be a little bit more Dungeons and Dragons hence the thing yeah. the theme but the core is going to be the same I'm going to be getting a gun and, and just I'm running around shooting straight things away. yeah um, I've tried re- I've tried really hard to get into Atomic Heart because it's on Game Pass at the minute I that looks like everything that if I was at university I'd be so to like I I scoured Fallout 3 for every piece of every morsel that existed in that game hmm. because I had all the time in the world and I I should love the idea of Atomic Heart and like other games like it like Outer Wilds and stuff like that I've just, I've not even played them it was I think that was that's the because I'm having to snatch at Atomic Heart and doing little bits hmm. like you said as soon as you drop back into Halo 3 it's comfortable and it's familiar and you kind of you know the muscle memory comes back really quick I do it now with Fallout 4 if yeah. I fire that back up Within about ten minutes, I'm really comfortable and I'm just having a good time. Yeah, I had about a week off between installing Atomic Heart, doing some of it, getting a little bit of the way through, and then trying to come back, and I just couldn't do it. I find that for me is the death knell for a game mm. now. Like I will, if I go back on Metroid Prime Remake, because I literally mm. I've only played it like an hour, I'm gonna have to restart it. I I just. And I'm going to try again. I'm going to do Redfall when that drops on Game Pass in a week or so. Redfall. It's um, I think it's Bethesda again. It's like a first-person shootery thing, but it's vampires. Oh, I'm going to give it a go. See, I feel like there's tons of games coming out that are just. Well, I've just uninstalled Atomic Heart to make room for it because I did that exact same thing. I tried. Yeah. And I thought, no shit. I'm. I was about probably about six, seven hours in mm. over a weekend. And it wasn't fizzing you. Uninstall uh, uh, sorry, had the week or so break. So I was I was getting through it. You know, with a lot of games there's that sweet spot of about ten, twelve hours mm. where you go from I don't know why I'm doing this, I don't know where I'm going, I don't know how why clicking that is doing and that thing. Then, then you, you get it. Yeah. Nino Cooney, the first one of that did that to me. I remember really clearly getting to you know the volcano y bit. Yes. 
and now feeling I understand how to go forward now. Yeah. Um, And I know, I think with Atomic Heart, if I'd have just got over that hump that weekend, I'd have played it all week in my spare time. See, this is the thing. Like, now I want to play Nino Cooney. Do you know, Nino Cooney 2 just dropped on Game Pass. I don't think I need to buy any more games. I think... I just want to play the games that I already. Own. I do. I do the same with music. The though. next game I'm going to buy is the Resident Evil Four remake. Oh, fucking hell! Yeah. Do you know what? I, I found I do the same with music now. I really struggle to get fizzed, even about bands I love. Yeah. Like when we did the God Machine. Yeah. Because it took us doing Numbers of the Beast to go and listen to that. To properly. force us to listen to a new album. Because if I'm going to Blind Guardian, I was just going to put Twisting the Myth on. Mm. And that, that, that's been the fun thing with Numbers Numbers of the Beast. Even to the point with Megadeth, like I soured really hard on Megadeth in you know the twenty ten ish period. Yeah, and there, yeah, there were a couple of little gems that we found afterwards. But same with games, there's going to be stuff out there that is really going to blow my butt off. Yeah, but it's like Fallout seventy six. It's making me it's... much happier about the fact that I've got a retro game collection because part of me was like, am I ever going to play these? Because I'm just going to keep playing new games to come out. Actually. I think I'm going to slow down on the new games massively. I'm really seeing the logic at the and minute. And start playing a lot of GameCube. Well, I did um, I did Fallout 76 when that came on Game Pass. I did yep. it for about two, three weeks solidly. Yeah. Got really frustrated with it, as everyone else who's ever played well, it I can't, did. I can't believe you even bothered going in. I really it. wanted to. Um, oh, you're you're really, big on Fallout. really like Fallout. I really wanted to love it. I wanted to give it its chance now that it's had time to grow. Yeah. I got about three weeks of grinding away at it in. I went back to Fallout 4 and thought, I'm just going to have a bit of a good time here when I've only got an hour to play. Yeah. But I'm just looking at your retro game collection now, and actually there's some stuff in there. There's a lot of stuff in there. I would just go straight back to that. Yeah. I'd rather be going... I'd rather play Super Monkey Ball for an hour. Oh, my God. Super Monkey Ball is so good. (laughs) That's one of those that... It's such a fucking good game. The first two Super Monkey Balls... You forget. It's, it shouldn't be as well. It shouldn't be that good. It has no. no right to be that good. I think what I need to do is I definitely need to slow down on picking things up because mm. I do not need to be buying games that I'm not going to play. It's your compulsion. Though, into you, you're never going to wait for something if it's no. there now. You've uh, just put, you just showed me downstairs. You just put all of the original Pokemon games in Japanese because yeah. they were there. They were there. I had to get them. Uh, I, need, yeah, I need to slow down a bit. Maybe... It is. It's going to be things like remakes and remasters are the only things that I actually care about these days. And sequels to series that I love, like Pikmin 4. I know for a fact I'm going to do the entirety of Pikmin 4 beginning to end. Yeah, you're going to really die on that. I mean, to be fair, the last new games... In the last year, off the top of my head, the the newly released games, not going back to stuff that's been out for ages, and I mean ages, that I've gone in on, I did um, We Happy Few just as I, a kind of, I've just got an Xbox, I need to play something that's been made just new for that. Yeah. That was fun. That was a good time. I'm not sure. I've, apart from seeing wife, my wife, play, it's still funny, play yeah, um, still funny. Hogwarts Legacy, I don't think I've seen a game that, well, I, I've not played a game on my Series X that's made for it. We're going to go in on that because that's, that's the only one at the minute that is really... That's the only game at the minute that I'm looking at. I'm that surprised I would find. that you've not done it. Like it's been a we've we've had to sort some stuff out over the last couple of months, and it is a, it's expensive. That's the thing, though. It's it's yeah. yeah. It's just fallen a bit that's, down the priorities list. It's a big Lego set. That's it the is, cost of it. It is, and you, the thing is, you know, it's it's hovering on that bit now. Where it's going to start dropping. It's going to start dropping, and you can play other things for free. Yeah, Game Pass is for relatively like for free because of Game Pass. But no, there was that. There was Tiny Tina's. Tiny Tina's I bought when it came on Mega Sale around Christmas. Yeah, because that's kind of what I wait for now. If I'm going to buy a game, and there was Pokemon, which I bought because it was Pokemon, and we were going to play it so we could talk about it on here. Yeah. But Pokemon, we we said you kind of got through. Had the end game was brilliant. Like let's not take away that, from that, that last the last few moments of the story were fantastic. They were the best since Black and White. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, yeah, I'm with you. I'm struggling to motivate myself. My, to buy. Yeah, my team is just sitting there on the game. I haven't updated, the, so I've got a living decks where I catch every yeah, single Pokemon. Yeah. I still haven't added to it since Arceus Legends, so I haven't added the Arceus stuff to my living decks. Mm. 
So it's complete every single Pokemon with every form, every variant, all that. Complete all the way up to Arceus Legends and then nothing. Just can't be asked. It's, yeah, it's I don't know why. Man. I think it's because I'm not playing competitively. I I looked really hard, you know, for this gen. So I wanted to shield and shield. I fell a little bit behind the curve. And mm. It's, I, it's I... so competitive now that as soon as you fall behind the curve. Yeah. You've, same with Age of Empires, obviously. They brought that out on the Xbox recently on Game Pass. And I thought from way back when I was pretty good on Age of Empires. I used to really be able to hold my own competitively. Yeah. But that was probably... And then you think, shit, wait, that was seven, eight years ago. It has come a long way. Like the meta has evolved to the point that I am useless now. Well, I mean, the meta in Pokemon for Scarlet and Violet as well, I just... I can't be asked to learn about terrestrial forms. And I don't really like enough of the new Pokemon to bother with it. That's the That Tinkerton, I don't like that. And that's everywhere. It's a bit like that's that. Well, that's flavor of the month, isn't it? Basically, yeah. That's kind of the. Yeah, so that was like, um, I don't know. It, we struggled with everything from kind of Z moves. Oh yeah, Dynamaxing, Gigantamaxing was okay. I didn't like Megas. Yeah, Megas. That was the first one, wasn't it? That where they really yeah. changed the fundamental way that Pokemon battling worked. And I. I... I got into Dynamaxing. I don't know why. I feel like maybe because Dynamaxing, all it felt like you were doing was applying a buff to your Pokemon. Yeah, that was very much more in the in the realm of, you know, when it used to be like X Special Attack, X Special Defend. Mm. It's a, it was like it's using an item one. on your Pokemon yeah. for a second. It, you... was, it was actually quite a subtle thing. Like, obviously, it didn't look very subtle because it was a giant Pokemon, but yeah, when, in you... terms of the mechanics, it was a very subtle change. Uh, well, exactly, yeah, because if you're going in at it new, your first reaction is, okay, I'm going to start the battle by Dynamax, I'm going to hit hard early on. Yeah. But you really had to think about, like, the buff that your moves was going to get from... Yeah. Um, and who you were going to Dynamax, who yeah. you were Dynamaxing against, like... Because you don't want to waste your Dynamax, that kind of thing. Terrestrialization's just taken that to the nth degree. I mean, when you're f- fundamentally now thinking about when we were when we were really big on competitive, it was what type matchups you were going to go and that kind yeah. of thing. But now it's like your alternate type matchup against somebody else's alternate type matchup, yeah. and if they terrestrialize for the move buff against you, it's oh, just yeah. Y- you kind of have it's it's another game. I think this is one of the things that we found with pretty much every game at the minute. You kind of have to now pick a game. If you want to play competitively in almost anything, you have to pick a game and just that can be the only thing that you're into. Yes, and game companies want you to do that. They, mm. they. I think with Pokemon, when it was Sword and Shield, that was the only thing that I was doing. Mm. Like, and it was taking up a lot of time, but where I've been doing Lego, where I've been doing Warhammer, where I've been doing other games, I can't put anywhere near that into... Yeah. Scarlet and Violet. And, but, it, and it doesn't have enough to make me want to do it. I don't know. Scarlet, I mean, I said to you, didn't, as soon as we finished Scarlet and Violet, the fact that there's no battle tower or that kind of mm. thing in the game, you can't do the grind before you go online. Yeah. You can't have to things try out. things in the real, and that's just frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not even that keen. Like, there's a new Street Fighter dropping, and I, think, I can't even be bothered to go into that. I yeah. just want to play Halo 2. It's a weird... It's almost sad, but I'm happy while it's I'm kind playing of comfy it. Though. Looking at your wall of games up there, I get it. I, You know, if, if new game stopped tomorrow... Yeah, I've got enough. You've got a really happy lifetime on that bookcase. I Yeah, I have. Just cycling through. I've already got more games, I think, than I... If you added the hours together to 100% all of them, especially with the RPGs, I, I do not have enough hours left in my life to finish them all there's no way hmm. if you like in terms of like time i'll yeah. actually be playing a game that's the, let's yeah. say i play two hours of a video game every day which i don't but let's say that i did that yeah. would not be able to complete half of them hmm. that's quite a sombering thought it is it's a little bit sad when you think about that yeah, but at the same time you have a great time doing it so yeah, yeah. you know and i'll just play halo 2 again <laughs> Numbers of the beast. Welcome 
welcome again to Numbers of the Beast, Putting Boys Audience, the segment of the show. Naylor and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song on it out of seven before averaging them out to create an album score and ranking them against the rest of that band's discography. Right now, we're working our way through the vast catalogue of Primal Fear, and this week, it's Black Sun. Do you know, this segment, this segment of the show just validates everything we've just said about going back to stuff you know you love and really giving it some time. Yeah. Um, that's what actually, this whole thing's about apart from Primal Fear so obviously I, as I said last time I listened to a bit of Nuclear Fire the song came flashing back to me yeah but apart, this is the other Primal Fear album that when I was younger probably more you were more Devil's Ground I was more Devil's Ground yeah this is the one I always used to find myself listening to so I I had never listened to this album really? or anything on it but I I have always been aware that this is the album that people say is the best one. Or I I read somewhere at some point in a magazine or on a web forum or, you know, when there was forums, mm. I remember seeing everyone saying, like, oh, this is shit because Black Sun's the best one. That's the best album. So... It's wrong. It's, it's wrong because Primal Fear is the best album. Yeah. But... So I knew this was going to be a big one. And do you know what? It was. I think... Based on so Primal Fear, they came out of the gate with that amazing first mm. album, Primal Fear, and then they did two fine solid albums. heavy metal yeah. efforts. Jaws of Death and Nuclear Fire are both fine; they're both absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with them, but I think they're a little bit. They don't have the hooks, and with a band like Primal Fear, they're silly. They need the hooks. You're not listening mm. to them. And deconstructing their time signatures. Yeah, they are here for silly hooks. They're, do you know what? I'm glad you said because this as well. This is one of my favourite tropes: heavy metal story time. Yes, it's a yeah. dumb, silly story. This but is there's a it, lot of sci-fi in this one this as is well. Right into their kind. You can Bad see he's sci-fi. come from the gamma ray kind of background. This, this is this is a gamma ray album played eye. by Judas Priest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I'm going to go on record now. I, I, it's come out in the right place. For you, yeah. I feel like I've been too mean on this album, so I'll be interested to see where you go. I feel like everything I've given it is justified, but I think I might have gone higher. I hope you have, because there's a few of these that I really wanted the point fives on. Yeah. And I've really tried, because I was a little bit strict on Primal Fear Early Doors. I've tried yes. to be a little bit strict on this. I think Whereas I've been I wasn't. Too I flew strict. out the gate with yeah. Seven's Claw. Good. Okay, so we're not doing Countdown to Insanity because it's just noises it, and a bit of a riff. Yeah, it's a bit too long. It, it, it came real close. It's difficult. Yeah, it's it's not Transylvania, but it's also not Primal Fear. Yeah. Like it's it is it is a track, but we're not counting it no. because it's not a track. We're not that mean. Yeah, uh, and it would have brought it down because there's nothing good going yeah. on there. It's not it's not it's, bad, but yeah. there's nothing good. I would have given it a three if yeah, that's yeah. Because I'm not skipping it, uh, but I'm not going for I'm it. I'm not skipping it only because it's only a minute exactly. forty, and I know it's building up something. So we're starting with Black Sun. Yeah, I came out the gate with a five. I came out the gate with a six. Good. It's Good. a great because song. I really, do you know, actually, do you know what? Justified. I really wanted to give it a six. I was hovering. Yeah, Fuck it, it, that's it grew the six. all week. Yeah, the first half of this album. Just get silly. Yeah, do you know what? Fuck it, actually. I'm, I've been mean, and I'm not being mean. I am giving... You're editing the, live. I'm editing live. I'm giving the couple that really deserve the extra mark, yeah, the extra mark, the extra because bit. well done. I, I really don't want to be mean. This is perfect. Black Sun is Black fucking heavy metal fucking... story time, and it's... It's the really good. The chorus is just him... This is it, the chorus. The so all of my high marks that I'm giving... Mm. They're all down to the chorus. The verses can fuck off. I don't care. Like, Mm. I'd sing along if I knew the words, but I don't because I've only been listening to it for a week. But the choruses, I do know the words, which takes me into the next track, Ah, Armageddon. It's a seven. seven. It's one of my favourite final This is Armageddon, then who (laughs) the hell are you? What the fuck is it about? I don't know. Apparently it's about the bird, the the eagle thing. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's the conjecture, is that that's what they're talking to. Oh, like the one that's on all the album covers. Yeah, fucking Armageddon is one of my favourite. Armageddon and Chainbreaker are the two primal fear songs. You know, uh, you know when I want not as silly as Formula One. Yeah, but I want that kind of 
like you said, the Judas Priesty kind of, I want flames and lasers and shit all over the stage. Yes. Ralph Sheep is sliding about because he's got no drag Because <laughs> he, he's shaved, yeah. muscular Lubed and buttered. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, yeah, Armageddon's a seven. And anyone who Armageddon doesn't think seven is, is a, a seven. fucking moron. It's a great song. That was the single, apparently, Good. for this album. Yeah. Light Years From Home. I gave it a six. and I'm, It's a seven. That, it's yeah, a well seven. <laughs> light Years From Home is a goddamn that seven. That fucking chorus is... And we are like... It's, I'm not going to try and do it because I can't oh, no. get high. Light Years From Home as well is the song on the album where no one can sing that. No, no one in their right minds would dare. If anyone was nearby, it's crazy. It's a weird, like... It's a screaming song. It, it, he's screaming it's screaming, it. but it's like long screaming, like the way yeah. he's holding them. It's do kind of see what it we see fall away on you like some people do when they yeah it's it's brilliant it's it's such a good song and it is that hook yeah it's that I need to find and what what are the lyrics to the chorus from home. yeah it's it's fucking incredible that's the song that grew on me the most that's this song is going on my best off I can spoil it right there I can't find the lyrics to it because. No internet. <laughs> uh, my laptop. Revolution. I came down to a five for this. I came down to a six. I really like it. I'm not mad. This, it's, that, that's, this is stupid, though. This song is absolutely dumb. That's probably the first one that I would have wanted the, the point five on. Yes. Um, it's one of those songs where if it was playing, you put fist in the air yeah. and you're waving thighs. Like Yeah, it's a, it's, you've always it's got a that bit sabaton kind of... Yes. swagger to it like the, you could do like the, do you know when the guitarists put their guitars guy together yeah. and they lean forward and back that's what's happening to the chorus of revolution it's great we see what they feel we feel what they feel where are we moving? we live in fear and we are light years from home yeah that's it's, yeah that but good yeah <laughs> oh. it's so good uh, fear I gave it a five, and again I hovered. I gave it. I think I feel like it's a five. I gave it a five. It drops down. It's, it's not, as not good revolution. As revolution. I wanted the point five on revolution. Yeah, and I revolution. I couldn't give the six because. Oh, mm. I can. I, it's just for the an unholy revolution. <sighs> it's a little dun, 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 dun. fuck it. I'm going up. <laughs> I'm so glad that. Yeah, do you know what? I just feel like a dick saying... Did you only listen to the album for the first time this morning? No, I I came into it thinking... You know, like I said, because I knew I fizzed over this album. Yeah. And I know that there's a couple of really strong efforts coming next. I really didn't want to just be like, that's seven, that's seven, that's yes, seven. But no, no yeah. I feel completely vindicated. Well, because this is my first time listening to it, and I think that they're great. You know, Good. That makes um, me feel so much better. I'm giving Revolution the six because it is yeah. that the little chunk of the kind of riff behind it. It is. It's very good. It's and unreal. once again, though, it's the chorus. Mm. It's the chorus doing all of it. Mind control. Came to a five for this. Six for me. I thought it was pretty great. Um, it's mostly the riffage. I'm quite happy with that. That, that goes to the point five because you're right. It is. It's it's got a weird intro as well. It is. It's got the. It kind of drops off a bit, doesn't it? Yes. And, yeah. But it's not slow chunk because I figured out now. The rest of the album for me does go down a bit. Well, you're wrong. Well, hold on. But I found out what I don't want from Primal Fear. Yeah. What I don't want from Primal Fear is that slow, heavy... The grind. Bam, kind of, bam, yeah. bam, 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 bam. I don't want that. I want... I want faster, yeah. I want the Power Rangers intro. I, I want the kind... I want the Armageddon kind of... You know, like, they do it with Chain Break. It's like tramping kind of... Light palm muting, really yeah. sharp sounding, but fast. Yep. Yeah. Which song was it that starts with like a slow... Oh, I know what you mean. The bump, bump, bump. You kind of no. There's like there's a song. Oh no, I think it's next week. I Nothing think it might be next fear, week right? on Your Devil's Ground. Weird... Fear goes really fast, doesn't it? That's the yes. Fear's yeah. fast. There's there's something coming up. Because I'll be mm. honest, I listened to a little bit of Devil's Ground this week as <laughs> well. Um, that it's just the intro from um, Blessed Are You by Ice. It is. There's there's, there's yeah. an intro that's the doolittle. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Magic Eye. I give this a seven. I give this a four. Oh, do you know what? Because it's not what I. It's this, too it's chunky. Not, it's it's chunky, but do you know what I love about Magic Eye? What? 
A, the chorus again. Mm. You know, like, I see the truth. But... You know, it's a good chorus, but it's not got the... That's going in. That, that little kind of... It's an actual melody. Yes. That might have been harsh, but I feel it's like... It's kind of... It's different to everything else on the album. Yeah. And this is one of the ones that I really... You know, as soon as it came on... You, do you know what? You're right. It does feel like when Magic Eye comes on, it's like it's stumbled. Well, it, not for you, it doesn't stumble. You enjoy it. But for me, it's like, yeah. what's going on? It, what it did for me, you know, the same kind of thing. When we did Blind Garden, I got that, we got Tanalorn on the yeah. one that was like 2010-ish. Yeah. And as soon as it came on, I was like, you kind of do that. Oh, and Do you shit. mean to and tell I, me you can't remember the names of the Blind Guardian albums? I've not got long enough in yeah. this segment to recite the entire name. <laughs> I, I can't to abbreviate Banished it. from the Twilight Mirror the Twilight of Dawn's God. Golden Angel. <laughs> the Elven God um, machine. But Magic Eye, as soon as it came on, I got like, oh, and like 15 years fell off me. Yeah, and you were I was a kid back again. in uni, and it was like a sunny day, and I was a little bit drunk. Yeah. And yeah, so that got a seven for me. I love that song. I just wish it was Electric Eye. Um, yeah, that yeah. doesn't help it. Or The Eye. Mm. Oh man, uh, King Diamond say, numbers of the beast. Can we go beast. on record now? King Diamond's coming next. <laughs> I reckon so. Can we do King Diamond next? Because I think we can. It's going to be silly. It's going to be silly. We're doing King Diamond. The, the, next. Oh fuck it, yeah. Because yeah. I need to actually learn a bit about some of these albums. Um, I've just said I love heavy metal story time and the heaviest metal story time. Yeah, and do you know King what? The first ever episode of Pudding Boys was about King Diamond. The King and I. It was. Don't go back. It don't go like back. Shit. Please don't go back. But the first ever episode of Pudding Boys, we discussed how we think The Eye by King Diamond should be made into a stage show. We do. Man, we're doing King Diamond next. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> okay, well, that's... I mean, we've got like 10 albums left of Primal Fear <laughs> to go. It's a long time. Oh. Uh, Mind Machine. Four. Four. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. It's, it's a good song. Silence. Four. Five. I nearly went up. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm gr- glad I you got it. I feel like it's just five. a little bit better than Mind Machine. But it's there's awful. not much to say. No. This bit of the album, it gets very repetitive. Once again, they should have done an eight track. Al- albums with eight tracks on, uh, most ten tracks are my favourite. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need feature. 12 songs on an album. I, I don't think we've ever had a 12 track album. That's done where that they've well. all been above no. fours. Yeah, yeah. They, there's always some lacking. There's no. You're not going to do Brave New World with twelve tracks. No, you're not. You, you need the, the cream. Yeah, exactly. And they could have done that with us. They could have. We go down. I went back to a four. Same. Back, back to back a down. four. <laughs> Cold day in hell. Three. Three and controlled. Three. Three. It really does fall away. They're not bad. We came out with pretty much identical scores. We did. I'm really glad, though, because I've... I, you know when I've, I said to you before we even came on out, didn't I? Yeah. I've, it came in the right place, but I feel like a real dick for the number. And I've just fixed it by fixing it on air because it came out in the high fours. So my total was 60. Mine was 61. So my average is now five. Mine's 5.08. I've... I felt it, it was in the right place in the Wait, order. Wait, hold on. How could my average be five? Because it was 12 divided, it was 60 60 divided, divided by, by 12. 12. That's it five. It is five. Yeah. I'm an I'm idiot. Doing basic maths on air. Sorry, and what did you say yours was? 5.08. 5. 5. I really felt like a dick. This Why did I just use a calculator to get 10.08? Uh, wow, okay. So that's it's a strong score. 10.08. Hmm. Well, it's the right score. It is the right score. But when you think about it, it's such a it's such a good album that it managed to come out at 10.08 whilst having an ending where it really lets itself down. If they'd have gone to an eight... What was... Um, Primal Fear was 10 tracks, wasn't it? We were Primal really... Fear was 10 tracks and the first track doesn't even count because it was just Primal Fear. No, it wasn't. It's 11 tracks. Primal oh, Fear is 11 active songs. Is it? One, two, three. I've just proved. I've just proved us wrong. That was a ten-track album where they were all above fours. Let me see. Hold on. Primal Fear. It, we we ranked eleven songs up to Thunderdome, and they were all four or above. Yeah. Holy shit! That's why it was so good. But it would have been even better if Running in the Dust and Thunderdome weren't done, there. It would have been nearly a seven. Yeah. It would have been up there with Brave New World. It would have. It would have been, and instead it came out in the High Blind Guardians. Yeah. Good, but not perfect. 
This is it. So we were right. The eight tracks is the eight. Is the cream? Is the is the absolute cream? So Opus. if we that's like eight tracks, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, if we look at our our listing so far, we've got at number four, Nuclear Fire, at seven point six four. That's not actually very good. It's not. It's still better than half. It's, it's still better than half. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Jaws of Death at seven point eight. Very close. Those two are very close together, and Which I feel is right. that's correct. You could have just mushed them together. Yeah, Black Sun at ten point oh eight, and then Primal Fear at eleven point eight two. That's right. That is correct. Yeah, but I am very interested to see what happens with Devil's Ground. I am because I I, I think there's some sevens there. Tempered the fizz for Black Sun because I know what's coming. Yeah, like but, the healer visions of fate. Nah, even like, is it Sea of Insanity or yeah, Sea of Sea of like Flames? That. Even Sea of Flames is like a seven, probably. Devil's Ground. Let's have Come a on, me, the game. The Sea of Flames! It's going to come out well, and you're even going to be... You're going to try and be cool about Metal is Forever. Which yeah, is, I, I, I don't uh, like it. Fucking I don't like it. It's like, annoying. It's not. You know, in this And context, I don't like the in metal either. I don't like that. Metal, yeah, that is worse. Yeah. Um, it's got Heart of a Brave on this. Heart of a Brave is a seven. I'll tell you that That's for free. That's a fucking seven. I'll tell you that for free right now. Heart of the Brave and Defender of the Brave are back to back. Two of the best times yeah. you can have in I power said, metal. You, you, know when you, you know when we were kids and yeah. you had an MP3 player, but you couldn't put the whole album on. You had like two or three gig yeah to play with oh so, i had my 256 megabyte my friend that's what i'm thinking two yeah. or three gig jeez okay i'm thinking maybe like first ipod i think was about two gig you know the shuffle was it? kind of one yeah the stick kind of one. Oh no i i had the shuffle that was just a usb stick Mm-mm. that only had 512 meg i'm iPod sure shuffle of it first gen i'm gonna go back yeah it might have had one gig but it was annoying but I mean, before my iPod Shuffle, I had a Creative Zen, and that one gig, one like gig the price of the one gig version was how much? Uh, it was reduced to ninety nine. So it was yeah, two thousand five though. Holy shit! I think capacity for the iPod Shuffle is one gig. You're a lying sack of shit. Uh, oh no, a smaller version, five hundred twelve meg, was di- briefly sold then discontinued. Oh, yeah, oh maybe did- mine was like a super. I bet rare. you didn't fucking have that, you piece of shit. You had I'm the common sure one gig one. No, I had the five twelve. And then you you, t- you told people the capacity was less because you wanted to be edgy. <laughs> I got I got twat. it really late as well. Like it was not a new. I got mine second hand at CAX. Like. Last no, year. I got it like twenty. <laughs> you got it to get. It might have been COVID. like two thousand eight or something. I was in at the end of my A levels. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. My first. So it was, it was old when I bought it. My like, first like stick one, you know, the rounded. Yes. Yeah. Before that, it was the kind of. The, but the, I ended up with an iPod Classic at one point. The, that the great. final that was just a working hard drive though, yeah. that could shut the whole thing yeah. though. Because it had all, it had like five hundred gig. It was massive. It was, but it was an actual physical hard drive. On yeah, those, it was yeah. A, a magnetic hard drive. <laughs> yeah, it it vibrated. Nah. You could hear it whirring. This is a real nostalgic episode between yeah, the games, is. the music. Do you know what? Why didn't we just stop at mini discs and just? Mankind was perfect. the The first Sam Raimi Spider Man film had just came out. We had mini disc players. We were all making fun of Slipknot. We had Glorious Burden, Twisting the Myth. God damn, yeah. You know, we had some good... We had good music. We had a great film. Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Fantastic film. Really like that film, don't you? You know what? I really do like that film. <laughs> it was just a good time. It was a good time to be doing your GCSEs. It was. The sun was always shining. The sun was, was always clear. I, I remember sitting on the embankment at my school with the sun yeah, shining, you do. The listening to the mini disc players. Yeah. Like from the 1st of April, you could go outside and you could just stay there till yeah. the 1st of October. Good times. We should have stopped then. Well. Well. Speaking of people that should have stopped back in time. Pudding of the Week. Welcome back, fellows! It is I, Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week. 
the segment of the show where we learn a little about a delicious dessert from around the globe and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. This week, we will be looking at the confusingly titled Macaroons. We've done this. We've done macarons twice. We've never done macaroons. These are from Italy, not France. And these are made with ground almonds and coconut with condensed milk and potato starch rather than egg whites and ground almonds. They don't even look close. Why would you? Why would they call them the same thing? Because that, that's like, I don't know, telling everyone that you had a fancy iPod rare version and actually you're just a lying I hear Bloor had that iPod shop. It's probably in this room somewhere. <laughs> a macaroon is a small cake or biscuit made from ground almonds, coconut and other nuts and potato starch. Flavoured with vanilla, honey and other spices, it is often dipped in dark chocolate. Macaroons are particularly flavoured flavored, favoured by Italian Jews during Passover due to the fact it has no flour for leavening. Varieties of macaroons appear globally all over Europe, India and the Dominican Republic, the Philippines, Puerto Rico and Turkey, and they all have their own styles. For example, in the Dominican Republic, they put a lot of candied ginger and use oh. dark chocolate. Oh, that's yes. good. Yes. Now I'm going to have a sip of Bloor squash and I'll leave you with these coconutty lumps. Is he talking about us? I think he might have been. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. These look fun. I don't know if I've ever had one, though. Have you not? Yeah. They're delicious. Holy Jeez. shit. Mm. My wife. My wife will get these. You know, like if we're trying to be a little bit sensible, mm. uh, you're not eating a whole bag of cookies every night. We want like something a bit treaty. Yeah. They're a very good time. But they feel grown up. Mm. Yeah, if you trotted these out at like a fancy do. This is like a bounty. Like a bounty, but with better, like... I don't know. I mean, careful, because I do love a bounty. I love a bounty. That's why I'm trying not to say like, oh, they're they're objectively better than a bounty. They're classier. There's no way around that. The ratios are good. Mm. You're getting a, a really good mix here. And also, you know, that kind of biscuity top. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Fucking old Tom. He really stepped his game up. Do you know what? I'm going to say it right away. Mm. Macaroons are better than macarons. They are. They are. You're an idiot if you think Mm. otherwise. I'll tell you why. That first macaron we had from TK Maxx. Yes. That was awful. And we had to then have the better ones from Betty's. Betty's Tea Rooms in York is like world renowned. Mm. Our mate bought them back, didn't she? Yeah. Mm. And... Thanks again for them, Kate. But mm. if she brought us the best macarons you can get, yeah. probably, they've got to be up there. If, they're, if, Bet- if they're from Betty's Tea they're Room. They're Betty's, like... Yeah. The image like, is they're more. the best they're going to get. These are just co-ops. You just Tom's just got these from oh, the Mrs. Crimble. Mrs. Crimble, whoever she these is. Are, these are a pre-packaged mm. biscuit off the shelf, and these are better. For me. Price is going to be interesting, because Tom divulged to me, quietly off, off air, mm. these, they, yeah. I mean, they're on offer, these, this pack, but... Six large biscuits. How much do you reckon? Two pounds. One twenty-five. Wow. 20p a biscuit, my friend. That's fucking insane. They are a ridiculous these are, time. These are silly. These are genuine. These are going on my They'll, shopping list. They go with anything as well. Yeah. Like strong coffee, a nice cup of tea in the evening. Even we're doing them now with squash. Yeah. And it's well, not hurting them. Maryland cookies with squash, a bit weird. Mm, you, you're yeah. going to get dry and crunchy for a minute. These moisten the mouth. These are... The, I, I'm having the best time. Love, this we? is like the reverse egg custard. Yeah, these these are you, you you're glowing for the first time I'm, in a long time. I am so happy you're about these. You're frothing about. Yeah. If you've not had one, go out and get yourself a Mrs. Crimble. Mrs. Crimble, six big chalk macaroons. It's got a sexy wooden spoon on it. Yeah, uh, that's a little bit unsettling, actually. It's, yeah. it's not my most shameful wank. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to leave this on the arm of the chair and I'm going to tell your dog, your dog to stay downstairs later. Yeah, and there might be some more frosting on the packet. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. No, they are... 
They're one of our go-tos. Yeah, I can't believe the names are so similar because there's mm. nothing... What This is the weird thing. They both contain ground almonds. That, uh, that is it. That's the only That's the thing. only link. But they're so almond is such a strong flavour, but you can't taste it in either of them. These as well. Like, they do different variations on the theme. They do like a chocolate dipped one. Um, they do some that, like you said, have got like different flavours in them. Yeah. I really want in on those ginger and... Um, the dark chocolate, dark chocolate ones. ones. I reckon a bit of raspberry mm, in white these chocolate, would be good. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well done, Tom. Fucking hell. Yeah. Macaroons. Time. That's a big shout out as well. Because we're going, that's Italian. It's not an English. We've not mm. just shit munched it and gone for another Spotted jelly sweet. Yeah. That's I've, a real. I've got to lean in. I've got to acknowledge it here, though. My wife, mm-hmm. that's still funny. Um, she's the oh. one that said, I know you did macaroons one time. Macarons. Yeah. But have you done macaroons? Wafted these at me. See, now, do you know what the, the thing is? I've always called macarons macaroons but i don't necessarily think we're wrong i think they just get they're both called they both pronounce macaroon do you think probably man it's a confusing world somebody out there will tell us but i if someone offers me a macaroon i expect them to bring me one of these now (laughs) yeah if they bring you the other one you're gonna get a little bit salty yeah i'll 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 eat it if it's a good one i'm gonna be really pleased i'll be fine with it I don't oh, be you know what? Have we done the Betty's flavours are a big time. Don't be a twat. I've had ones from Marks and Spencer's as well. Yeah. And even they weren't as good as these. Mrs. Crimble, mm. she's stolen my heart. In more ways than one, apparently. Yeah, she fucking shits on Mr. Kipling. Kippers can piss off. That's a disturbing image. That's <laughs> Mrs. Crimble taking a dump on Mr. Kipling's chest. Taking a <laughs> on an old man. <laughs> oh. Do you know when you think of Mr. Kipling? Do you think of Rudyard Kipling? No, I think of, you know, on Bob's Burgers? Yes. Where they do the episode where he has to dress as Thomas Edison. Yeah. I picture Gene dressed right. as Thomas Edison. Yes. That's how I picture Mr. Kipling. So I, I, I think of <laughs> Rudyard Kipling... But I picture... What did Rudyard Kipling look like? I can't well, picture... when I think of what he looks like, I picture J.R.R. Tolkien. I can't picture Rudyard Kipling. So I... I'm thinking of a wooden spoon Oh, take... I wasn't picturing that. What does Rudyard Kipling look like? When I pictured Rudyard Kipling, I'd got a little bit of a H.P. Lovecraft kind of deal going No, I, I had a Tolkien vibe. Yours is closer than mine. Oh, he looks more like... Professor, school teacher kind of. School headmaster. Was it Karl Marx? Marx is a little bit wackier looking, isn't he? Yeah. Rudyard Kipling does not. I. I... Yeah, Marx is Captain Beardo. He looks like. Oh, Marx yeah, yeah. But Karl Marx looks like he'd be on the picket lines. No, I'm thinking of the comedian. Um... Karl Marx. Oh, the Marx Brothers. Kind yeah. Of. Groucho. Groucho Marx, that's it. Yeah. Rudyard Kipling looks like Groucho Marx. Yeah, that's closer. Not well, when I think of Rudyard Kipling, I'm thinking of like a last of the summer wine type old man. When that, I like would be wearing tweed and smell of Werther's uh, and it'd see, just be I reassuringly go, nice. When I go Rudyard Kipling, I go to like a kind of you know, like the kind of thing he was projecting with the books, like the Explorer Adventure. Yeah, I go to a bit of like a Sajora Momont kind of. Oh, okay. Um, for Rudyard, and I think more of Mister Kipling, like sort of delicate old man like what are the seeds called mr fotheringham's or something you know there's the like fat jolly old yes, guy with yeah, the mustache yeah. on the like come into my garden slightly garden. italian but white-haired italian yeah by extraction yeah. not first yeah generation. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and it's, it's got to be like pure white hair he's not gone gray yeah he's gone completely White as a sheep, but it's still a thick head of hair. So when you're picturing a made-up wooden spoon with white hair and um, blush on the cheeks, taking a dump on an old man... Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> an attractive wooden spoon. There's some lipstick on there. She's done her, she's done her bit. She she's remember? put a little bit of effort she's, in. We're back That's in a on sexy them. spoon. We're back on in, in on them, but I can't unsee in the wooden spoon hmm. the grandmother from the Gilmore Girls. Not Emily. Um... Oh Richard's no! Mom. Yes, I can't tricks. see her tricks. Yeah, but this is getting this dark is getting dark now. What's the uh, scale for this week? I've just told you we've, we've gone back in on the Gilmore Girls. Okay, so we're going to do a, a little run of them for the next couple of weeks. Right. This week, yep. we're doing Lorelai's big boyfriends. Okay, so Lorelai's so boyfriends. 
Do you see if I... Oh, Lorelei's seen you. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to Lorelei Junior. That's going to... I want people to be listening when we do Lorelei Junior because within our little group, there's some real contention over that one. Wait, by Lorelei Junior, do you mean Rory? Yeah, yeah. the bad, the bad Lorelei. Yes, the garbage right. woman. Uh, we're doing Lorelei Senior first and I'm not going through all the boyfriends like the coffee no, guy that's in it for like two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We start with Max. Max. Max uh, Medina. Padina. Medina. Medina. The, the teacher. teacher. Yeah. Yes. Then handsome go, man yeah nice guy looks yeah. a little bit like a vampire a bit too much like the substitute teacher that Lisa Simpson falls in love yes, with yes very similar I've been rewatching mm. Simpsons from the well start done. of fucking hell Where early simmies early simmies is They're fucking sevens. good there's a lot yeah. of sevens in there real good season one I used to think it got good at season three no season one good is halfway good halfway through season one uh-huh. when he learns to draw not well not well, no, so there's the pilot where mm. it's bort, yeah, and it doesn't sound in the actual first episode of season one is when they get Santa's little helper. It is, yeah, and it's it's, it's dog, good, right? yeah. yeah, it's brilliant. Um, so we've got Max, yeah, Max Medina, then, Medi- Medina. Then she sort of waffles backwards and forwards, but we'll go with Christopher. Yes, oh, the God. dad, Rory's dad. So Rory's that told dad, you a lot about what a piece of garbage this guy is. He is a piece of shit. Um, I like Rory. I don't like Rory. She's uh, the worst. I I would. Have, knock the shit out of a Rory at school like that would have destroyed that emotion like yeah. she's a piece of shit she's an entitled little wank hate Rory um, but we got Christopher who is a dickhead yeah he, he is a dickhead he listens to Metallica he listens yeah unironically as well yeah. he's proud of listening to Metallica he thinks it's cool yeah then it, then she goes to um, that's when she goes properly to Digger isn't it like the next big oh, boy oh wow Digger yeah Digger Okay, Digger. yeah. Team Digger. Digger's good. Digger's good. And she bounces around back again to Christopher at some point, doesn't she? And yeah, then yeah. we've got Luke. Have I, have I got them all there? The I main think, I think they're the main ones. Yeah. Christopher, Digger, Max and Luke. Luke. Yeah, there are peripheral other ones that yeah, you see Yeah, she, she goes on out, dates and stuff. But, but she doesn't have a su- sustainable yeah. part on those four. So... Christopher is at the bottom. Christopher's the worst. He is garbage. He, he is trash. He's he a trash man. Yeah. He makes Lane... You, you look forward to Lane coming on screen because she's going to move Christopher off. Yeah. By the way, if you haven't watched Gilmore Girls, um, you should. Why it's are you brilliant. listening to this podcast? Because every now and then we drop a spicy Gilmore reference. Yeah. So you need to know. You do. Go in. Um, so we're putting Christopher on the floor and resting our feet He's on him. awful. Then I'm putting Luke. Because mm, mm, he's a total mm, no. simp. See now, this is your scale, so He's fine. Ri- but Luke is the best. Luke is Luke just is number one. Soft and rubbish. I and love dumb. Luke, and he's the best. Yeah, but man. she doesn't either because she walks all over him for however many seasons there are. The Gilmore Girls. Just, yeah, yeah. Luke just lets himself get pushed about. <sighs> he is a waster. I know, but do you know what? I fall hook, line, and sinker. But the whole point is to make you like Luke and want them to get together, but they never but do. Don't. He's a bit wet. I don't think he is. I think then he's I'm brilliant. Max. Max is a good guy. Max is a good guy. He gets steamrolled by Lorelai. Yeah. He gets screwed over by her. He gets dicked over a couple of times. Yeah. And I don't dislike Max. Again, he's a little it's, bit like it's, it's 100%. When he gets dicked over by her, it's 100% not his fault. No. He, he didn't he do really anything. He really busts his ass and yeah. gets nothing. But the reason he's not going top is that he comes back, tail between his legs, and has another go. Yeah, and that it is the having another go that, that does it. But even when he he's not giving his all and getting nothing in return, he's giving his all, he's getting it all back, and then all of a sudden, it's then not, gets nothing. Yeah. So like, it's not his fault. He doesn't. He's no, not he simping. Pull out. Yeah. 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 Luke just keeps sniffing around. Yeah. For years yeah. and years and no, years. Give you that. And then there's Digger. Digger's Jason fantastic. Jason Styles. Yeah. He's just fun. Like He's we've just got to that bit again where he comes into it, and I always forget he just because it's been getting quite not heavy, but it's been getting a bit ploddy, and yeah. Paris hasn't really come into her own yet. No, and started carrying it with Doyle, and um, Babette and Moria kind of on the fade out. So you have yeah. that kind of relief. And Digger just comes in. He makes Richard and Emily better. But then he makes Richard. He makes Richard worse. For worse. That bit. Yeah, but, I, I still yeah, don't forgive that Richard gets for really that. Sour, the yeah. end of Digger. But that's the point. The end of Digger, mm. which I won't. If you're not watched it before, go and watch it. You yeah. know, it's not really a spoiler because it's been out for a million years. But the end of Digger 
even you can't even look at Richard, who for almost anything else, when he bullies Dean, which we'll get to later on, you kind of look at it and you think that's a bit. So it's not really him, but it is. You know, yeah. that's what you're warned about by Lorelai. The Richard with Digger, Richard comes out badly enough that for a couple of seasons you understand why Lorelai left. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Digger is number one, and these are a Digger. Yeah, you these, forget. Are these are fucking brilliant. I, I honestly, I don't think I've ever had them before, but they are fantastic. I don't know if they're all as good as Mrs. Crimble's, but I, I am a fan. Don't know if they're all as sexy as Mrs. Crimble. I, I doubt they are because I'm I gonna am, hide my wooden spoon. I am, my laptop is lifting itself <laughs> yeah. off my lap. Yeah, you're you're going on, you know, insert wooden spoon brand yeah. here. Oh yeah, you're I'm going to nip down to the kitchen and come because, back up. Yeah, you've not got to take safe search off to be able to go on that wooden spoon website, but you're getting the same results. Yeah, I can search Mrs. Crimble's without incognito mode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a fun time. Right, cheerio. Did you tell them what album's next? Oh, we didn't. It's Devil's Ground next. Yeah, do it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, for next week's Numbers of the Beast, listen to Devil's Ground and check us out on all of the audio streaming platforms, although you're already doing that. Check us out on Instagram. Don't Drop on YouTube, us a like. We haven't done that for a bit. Yeah, we haven't been on YouTube in a long time. I'll fix it one day, maybe. Probably not. Uh, uh, but do, yeah, Instagram, likes, all that. Mm, subscribing, clicking bells and. Spoons. Spoons. Click your spoon. Bye.